if you had to pick one person who you could transfer your brains into their body, who would you pick? Like JJ Watt. And ma- that way you can make JJ Watt better. <laughs> right? <laughs> you can make JJ Watt likable. <laughs> It's Monday and people are pissed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even have like a response to that. That's just a great way to start an episode. (laughs) Fuck, we should start every episode that way. But it's true. We the only two things that you and I brought to this episode were uh, it's like, oh, did you see people are pissed about this? And you're like, no. But did you see people are pissed about this? So we have two things that people are pissed about. You can go first. Uh, People are very pissed about. Brawny, the the paper towel brand, is switching uh, its picture on the front of the packages from the Brawny man to a Brawny woman, and so this is this is pissed off everybody. <laughs> it was a very subtle thing, very small thing, but everybody is mad about it. Uh, the PC people are super right. mad about it because you like uh, you had to change the Brawny man who's been around forever. Yeah, I love the Brawny man. Yeah, because apparently people love the Brawny people man. People are very invested. In uh, they're I'm, very mad that they're switching this this tradition, this uh, heralded yeah. tradition, and now they're bringing in a woman. Just it's so all that... it's Adam and Brawny man, not Adam and Brawny <laughs> yes. woman. So people are pissed that they're they're just bringing in a woman just to do it, and then the women are pissed. Because oh, cool, they think they're it's saying, sexist. Like, hey, clean that shit up, bitch. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, yeah. It's put put a woman on the cover because she belongs in the kitchen, and that's where the brawny Ooh, goes. That is, I must so, say, everybody is pissed. About I'm this. delighted by this. <laughs> I I feel bad. As somebody but, who does not give a shit who's on the cover of a brawny package, I would uh, this feel is that hilarious. Most people are in that category. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I think the move is to just keep the, the brawny man, right? I, but you, also, I don't like the idea of appeasing the people who are like, but it's a man, and I need him to still be a man. Those are the people that I root for least in this. Yeah, I, I, if anybody's getting mad about a, like a, the person on the cover of brawny, then fuck themselves. Uh, well, it could be worse, according to a drive-in movie theater in Alabama. Uh, it could be the brawny gay man. Oh, oh boy. So the uh, the Henniger Drive-In Theater in Alabama is banning Beauty and the Beast because uh, apparently they made uh, Gaston's sidekick a uh, gay guy. So this movie theater is saying, hold up, we will not stand for any sort of theatrical productions that involve a gay person because there's no way we've ever shown a movie that was made by a gay person, starred some gay people. No fucking way. Hold said, up right there. You said this is a drive-in? Yes. Oh, weird. It's weird that a drive-in movie theater wouldn't be the most progressive place on Earth. Right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> way a drive-in to get with movie the theater times, guys. still exists. Uh, so in their Facebook post, it says, uh, oh, yikes. We will not compromise on what the Bible teaches. Oh, so God. off to a bad start. Uh, you can feel free to come watch wholesome movies without worrying about sex, nudity, homosexuality, and foul language. Uh, I would say that. So what movies? First of all, that you, like, you just show? rattled off like a lot of not bad things. Yeah, swearing is great. Swearing is so much fun. Being gay is, sounds pretty cool. S- yeah. Uh, Sex also Sex sounds great. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, I love that that's the third thing on that list. Yeah. We're like, this sounds awesome. Right. Uh, nudity it happens, man. Yeah. Man. I'd love to see a naked woman someday. We're hoping, yeah. I mean, 
I want nudity in Beauty and the Beast, quite frankly. Uh, Emma Watson's in it, so I would love to see some nudity. Yeah, Emma Watson's getting some I'd shit. also kind of like to see what the Beast is working with. Yes. Um, do you know Do you know my take on Beauty and the Beast, though? No. I realized this the other uh, day during well, a preview. It's, it's all about um, Stockholm Syndrome, isn't it? Oh, Basically, for just, like, sure. Kidnaps her. For sure. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> what's the age difference between these two? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Because she's like... 14, 15, yeah, <laughs> like, let's let's say, let's be liberal and say that she's, like, pushing 14 when she's not. She's 11 years old. Uh, the Beast is old 600, <laughs> right? I, I feel like I could be wrong, but we'll just push forward. We've never I feel like it's painted, uh, yeah, like, they paint this picture that he's just been living there for hundreds of years. He's like Beowulf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, wait, no, Beowulf is the guy, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Beowulf. I, I'm is... not too familiar with the ins and outs of Beauty and the Beast, but... or Beowulf. Clearly, uh, Beowulf. So we're just gonna hit a quick hit wick. A Google. That's what we should call that. Quick wicks when we're talking and we need Wikipedia to back us up. Ah, there you go. See, this is what fucking happens though, and this is why I don't like shit like Beowulf because you should be able to Google Beowulf and it will say in like a paragraph what happens. Instead, because it's this fucking long ass book, it's like a six hundred thousand word you better, wikipedia you're better page. off like reading the book all right so yeah honestly that's <laughs> the wikipedia page for beowulf is longer than beowulf uh it's a uh, fuck um it's about so oh yeah grendel is the monster okay beowulf is the guy which is that's, that's, that's stupid that's beowulf a sounds, <laughs> yeah yes. beowulf sounds way, way more, more menacing li- yeah that sounds like a monster yes it's wolf is in its it name is. Uh, it's got an extra syllable when it looks like it should just be two syllables. It's crazy. So it looks like it should be Beowulf, but fuck, man. Beowulf takedown episode. Yes. Uh, we spoke to our third member for this episode. Um, Resident adult. Randy Havens. And the thing was, he saw Get Out. He hadn't seen it yet. So we said, because Let's when you see Get Out, it. when you see Get Out, all you want to do is talk about it. And Clearly, if you because we've been listened, talking about it for three straight episodes. Yes. And if you fuckers haven't listened by now, there's one guy who has an excuse because we have a, a listener in Australia. Ah, okay. And it hasn't re- released there yet. Yeah, they have to wait so long. You, ah, fuck, I can't do it. Um, Australians say the word so amazingly. Yes, you, that's true. Yeah, like uh, so. And it, you know ah, what, that was kind of okay. You know what I'm very excited about? Uh, Birdie. Is returning. Yes, for for love season two. I love Birdie. Birdie is amazing. She. We should get her on. I am a hundred percent down I, to get Birdie on. The except show. the issue is no. Like we've had we've have we, have we had guys that we love on yet. Miles Teller. Yeah, we. But we. But there was no lie there. We just straight. <laughs> right. We were hitting on him. We hit on what's his face too. Who? Aaron Eckhart. Oh yeah, definitely. To the point where he thought we were making fun of him. Yes. <laughs> we were like, Nope. So you're afraid that we're going to hit on Birdie? Yeah, just like because we love her so much it's, that well, inevitably we're going to be like... It's not even going to be like hitting on her. It's going to be like she might just feel uncomfortable because we're just going to be giggling at her accent the entire time. Oh, she's so adorable. She has the best accent. We're going to... We guarantee we're going to have Birdie on for... Wow, do people know who Birdie... Did you guys all watch... <laughs> you are asking I'm a podcast asking audience. <laughs> um... So we're giggling a lot because we did just uh, we just we're fresh re- off like a Randy Havens high. Yes, and uh, it ends on a high. We come to the conclusion that uh, 
we've found our podcast has found its an first enemy. target, its first enemy. I don't think we've had an enemy. No, um, Aaron we, Eckhart. I think <laughs> thought we'd be. I mean, Kevin Spacey is the closest to an enemy that we've had, but it's not really like we don't want to be his enemy. We want to be his friends, but they are establishing themselves as enemies. I uh, God, this is sad. I watched uh, two movies this weekend just from sitting around and being like, "Yeah, I guess I'll throw on a movie." Uh, I watched Glenn Gary Glenn Ross on Saturday morning. That is a that's like a one of the greats movies. I don't know. We don't usually get to those. No, I don't that's, know what that is. Uh, it's the movie that Coffee is for Closers is from. I, I looked at Wikipedia either. the other day. I said, where does that come from? And it's from the movie Glengarry Glen Ross. And it is a movie that stars uh, Al Pacino, Alec Baldwin, uh, Jack Lemmon, fucking uh, Ed Harris. You goddamn. Uh, it's a murderer's row. I'm missing another big one. But it's like, it's just basically, oh, Kevin Spacey. Okay. It's a bunch of actors in the early 90s at the top of their game. It was a very good reminder to me. Not even a reminder. I think I didn't know. Alec Baldwin's like a fucking awesome actor. Yeah, he's pretty good. Didn't know that. All I, I only knew real. I knew that I've seen him in a million. So you things. basically have seen you basically Thirty Rock. You basically have seen uh, Alec Baldwin playing Alec Baldwin for like the past handful of years. Totally right. That, that's what Thirty Rock is. <laughs> yeah. It's just like let's let's have Alec Baldwin be SNL Alec Baldwin. So I really I feel like most people really only know Alec Baldwin as SNL Alec Baldwin because yeah. that's what he does more than anything. That's else. like almost the same thing with uh, uh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray only plays Bill Murray anymore. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same deal. So in early on that movie, and I'm not spoiling anything because I feel like. Most people have actually seen it's this movie. released in the early 90s, so, yes. I mean, if you haven't seen Spoiler. it, on you. Yeah, uh, but he, like, the beginning of the movie is him just fucking undressing people, and he, Jack Lemmon, he's this fucking sad sack guy, goes over to get some coffee. He's like, put that fucking coffee down. Coffee's for closers. Ooh, and, yeah. got him. So he's Isn't saying, Jack Lemmon the, uh, the name of the guy that he played on 30 Rock? Uh, that's Jack Donaghy. Ah, well, but close Liz enough. Lemon. Ah, oh, there oh, we go. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Hey, now, um, yeah. So <laughs> I saw that, but this is probably this is a weird brunch moment that we had on Saturday night. Yeah, that was, this is super weird. Both of us stayed in. You texted me saying, "Hey, have you ever seen <laughs> the spectacular?" Now I literally had the remote in my hand as I received the text message, so I just automatically <laughs> I pressed the button. Spectacular now. Ways to watch. Watched it and just fucking dove in. So we started the movie at pretty much at the exact same time. Yep, uh, from different houses, mm-hmm. and so I'd never seen that movie, and I was kind of baffled that I had never. I, I don't even think I had heard that movie, and it has Miles Teller, Shailene Woodley, uh, Brie Larson, yeah, uh, Kyle Chandler. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. I, I always confuse that guy's name just because I know him as yeah. Coach Taylor. Yeah. Uh, so Kyle Chandler, who else? Uh, I think uh, those Bob's are the, from the wire. Oh, Bob's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd heard of it, I think, because I'm in like, there's like, uh, you know, you know, subreddits. Yes. I'm in like a, a Miles Teller sub Twitter. <laughs> um, or at least I, I, I was back You're in, in like the Miles Teller dark internet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I, uh, so I've had that reference before, probably from one of the handlebar people. Um, because they all like Miles Teller, but uh, yeah, you 
said that, so I searched. I was like, "What's what is this?" Up, oh, Miles Teller, Brie Larson. Don't know what those other fucking names are. Let's do this. And we both did the same move, which I think we deserve some respect for. It's an R-rated movie. There was an option to watch it for free on a TV channel, or you could pay to watch the real thing. And we both paid. Yes. I'm uh, not going to miss swears. The, so the big thing, I didn't realize that it was uh, like an edited version of the movie. Uh, I saw that it was like the free form. Yeah. But the thing that sold me and made me pay for it was that it was only available in standard definition on free form. And I was like, nah, this is 2017. Yeah. I'm not fucking poor. Yeah. I'm not watching a movie in standard definition. Ugh, could you imagine? Splurged $4 to watch the high definition version. I splurged $2 to watch the high definition version because I'm a Comcast employee. So, ah, ooh, you got half off. Um, so that's, I, by the way, I end up paying way more as a result of that, though, because I'm like, oh, it's, it's <laughs> that's all how they get off. you, right? That's how they fucking. Uh, a thing that I learned recently is that PlayStation uh, offers movies for cheaper than on demand. The trick is, you got to be a fucking nerd in uh, video games. Oh no, wait, you do PlayStation? Uh-huh. You do Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. Hmm. How the fuck would I have found that out if I? I don't just go asking around about PlayStation <laughs> movies. I don't know. I thought you could have been at a party or something, and someone's nope, like, don't hey, go to you those. Hear play- <laughs> right. You hear this PlayStation shit? Ooh, well, if you like movies, have I got a deal for you. Uh, so we both watched it. It also had a super high thing on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, 93%. 93%? Not uh, worthy of that's that. That's not a 93 movie. Not a... Not a I that's like a I don't 71 movie, this movie that I tell people is better than 71. Yes, th- that's that's where you want. That's a sweet spot for that movie. Yeah. You want to like it, but not you don't want everybody to like it. Yes. Um but it's sweet. It's got some really cute moments. It's a very uh it's a very like realistic movie. Yeah. And it's got like a lot of life in it and a lot of humanity and a it's a lot of drunk driving. Yes. All a they lot do of in that drunk movie, driving. That movie is solely about and drunk driving. And it's never addressed. It's never, never addressed. addressed. <laughs> they do it so casually that uh the one of the big moments is uh they get in an argument or he almost because he's drunk, he almost crashes a car. It's a, it's just it's a boy meets girl movie by the way. Yes. Um he It's from the writers for of uh 500 Days of Summer. And there is such a 500 Days of Summer moment the uh before they do it. They, when they're sitting on the bed, sitting it's on just the, bed like the shots of their faces. Yes, and that it's was very, so very 500, 500 Days of summer. summer and very uncomfortable for like a sex scene. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it was good. It was... Um, so yeah, he almost... He's drunk driving because... Miles as, Teller and Shailene Woodley are drunk driving. As they want to do. Yep. And uh, he almost gets... He's yelling at her. Almost gets in a car accident. They're sitting on the... They stop in the highway. They're both... Like freaked out, and she says, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Why are you asking about me? You like uh, get the fuck out of my car!" And he decides, in the middle of nowhere, to kick his girlfriend out of the car. She gets out of the car promptly, gets run over by a car, and uh, that's just a little taste of what you're getting if you check out the spectacular now. <laughs> and uh, so that was like that was a part in the movie that was very important, and it was glossed over. Yeah, oh yeah, because after he's like, hey, I'm sorry. And she's like, let's pretend it let's, never happened. You just got like, hit by a car. Baby, your face is fucking <laughs> bruised as shit. Your boyfriend just kicked you out in the of the car in the middle of a highway and you got hit by a car and you are not addressing it. Also, he did it. Uh, he kicked her out of the car because uh, she cared she about him. Nice. Yeah. She Yeah, so. Uh, you had the best description of Shailene Woodley's character in this movie where you just said she was happy to be there the entire movie. <laughs> yes. That's I the best description because her ca- she has no character arc. Yeah. She's just very nice and very happy the entire movie. And yeah. 
I do think it's cute though. The uh, <laughs> it's fucked up, but alcoholism becomes oh, their it's thing. A very it's casual their, it's alcoholism. Their bond. <laughs> it's the thing that they bond over. And when they go to prom, uh, so he brings her to a party, and she doesn't go to parties. And he drinks like five beers in a row. Awesome, Classic. you know. Classic. <laughs> I, I loved it. Uh, and then he busts out a flask, and they go on a walk. My, my so here's the weird part about that scene is that he so she's like a very innocent girl who doesn't go to parties. You said that uh, he offers her a beer, mm-hmm. like like the nice guy that he is, and she says, "No, I don't yeah. drink." And so you're like, "Oh, this nice girl. It's gonna fall in love with this like uh, with this like alcoholic <laughs> jock person, right?" And then like five minutes later, she's like. Can I try that flask? Yeah. So either she just doesn't drink beer or... No. <laughs> just the hard stuff. Yeah. No, that's... Uh, I mean, I I think that's the way you, be- you behave when you're a kid. I remember the first time um, my friends were smoking cigarettes. And you're like, no. Nah, I was yeah. like, no. How then, the fuck could you do that? And then when they were doing it for a second, I was like, give it to me. Yeah. And I just tried. So I think that maybe she was just doing that. Maybe. And that's... I, I smoke cigarettes, by the way. People don't know this about me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine? I, uh, Rose. That would have caught me up. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. I'm sure our listeners smoke cigarettes. Whatever. Do whatever you want. But I think, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I, uh, I don't have any interest in uh, in cigarettes. But yeah, the spectac- Spectacular Now. It's a pretty good movie. We should do that, though. We should go. Uh, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this without sounding like huge douches. Um, so we've been, we get spotted sometimes if we're at concerts, people come over and say, uh, concerts are the biggest, like, right. Spotting. So we should go someplace where we know someone might see us (laughs) and smoke cigarettes just to see if people are like, Ooh, I didn't know that guy smoked a cigarette. I don't know if it would help us. It wouldn't. It would just be a little social experiment. (laughs) Uh, smoking cigarettes would be awful for me. I already sound like I'm 90 years old and (laughs) And also like you, like you're, 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 I, I don't want smoke going. You, you got a small kind of right, situation. There's to work not a with. lot of area for the smoke to, to dissipate in. Right. Yeah. In my exactly. Body. It just all goes right there, and it, it just fills. goes straight to my lungs, and, and yeah. you just wither up and die. So that's why we just pound beers <laughs> yes. and eat nachos. And, right, eat plates of nachos and uh, order dollar shots. Do we want to talk about the uh, the idea for Marathon Monday? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about that because I'm. I'm very excited for it, but also very terrified. If you have, so we we give each other a lot. We have ideas, and then we text them to each other. If you come up with an idea and you think this is a bad idea, but the other person's gonna say yes, we need to get better at not suggesting it. You know, so you thought of a bad idea that you texted me, and I said I think this is a bad idea. Let's do it. <laughs> it would have been better for both of us if you just sat on it. Put it in your shoe, as Lady Gaga says. No, nah, because but the we have a lot of bad ideas that that would take a lot of effort to make happen, mm-hmm. and like when that hap- when you have a bad idea, and it takes effort. You're like, yeah, let's just forget it. Yeah, this is a bad idea that takes no effort, but time, a lot of time. So my idea for Marathon Monday is that instead of doing active things like I don't know, running a marathon or being productive at all, uh, Not doing that. We, we should watch. All of the Fast and the Fur- Furious movies all in a row. Yes, and uh, podcast during it. <laughs> not, uh, not like, I don't know how we're going to do that. Not podcast the entire way through, but like after every movie, we yeah. do 15 minutes or Check something in. like yeah, that. Do a little... But we'll film us while we're watching it and then do like a nice time-lapse video. Oh, my God. Uh, It'll be disgusting. Yeah. So I was like thinking about it logistically, and 
So there's seven movies, soon to be eight, I think. Yeah, I know there's definitely seven. Uh, so assuming that they're all around two hours long, that's 14 hours of movie watching. Oh, my God. <laughs> all in a row. Uh, None of which will be enjoyable for me. I'm going to no. hate it. Uh, and then plus 15 minutes, give or take, for after each movie. That's another couple of hours. So that's a 16-hour trek. Should we? We should get it sponsored. I would love to. We could because we're not going to be leaving the the house. We yes. should get it sponsored by Devour. <laughs> so for sustenance, we, or like deodorant, yeah, like a speed stick, yeah, some shit like that. Um, yeah, fuck. We just gave those people Any, free, right? Yeah, uh, maybe like a catheter company could sponsor it. Yes, we don't have to get up and go pee. Yes. Um, It'll be kind of like it'll be basically uh without being wine actually a new spin on wine actually because right. we th- this so this will be uh wine actually geared towards the fellows. Oh yeah. Because w- the ladies loved wine actually. So did the fellows because we created Brunches America which is everybody just if you like something just fucking say you like it. You can do girly blur shit whatever. Blur the lines. Yeah. Blur the lines. Blur some fucking lines. Suck my dick. Um <laughs> but <laughs> Uh, Fast and the Furious is like that's a bro whatever heavy. a chick flick is for guys it's that stupid shit it's a which dick is, flick which is yeah it's a dick flick which is why we both don't like it <laughs> so we're uh, going... like I'm not totally against Fast and the Furious I just don't want to watch seven of them in a row I think it's going to be great Maybe... because we're going to be like you know what Paul Walker who was alive for this movie did this and we'll just get in little digs at mm, did uh, one person who is probably very into this idea is Jeff who loves Fast and the Furious movies? You want Jeff there? I would like to have I Jeff don't. there. I don't. I realize that having Jeff there would uh, it seems very unrealistic because Jeff Jeff has a life. Uh, yeah. Jeff has a wife. He's got a life and that wife. Yep. So asking him to watch fourteen hours of movies in one day seems probably also, like something that he's not willing to do. Shout out to Jeff. Uh, his wife went. <laughs> he and his wife went to the movies uh, with a friend. To see Get Out, and Jeff was too scared, so he saw John Wick 2 again, which, this isn't making fun of Jeff for being too scared, whatever. Uh, I think it's awesome that everyone is like, this movie is so good, and Jeff, knowing Jeff, is like, I bet nothing's better than John Wick 2, (laughs) so I've got huge, huge respect for that. He didn't even let curiosity get the best of him. He was like, I I know what I'm getting for John Wick 2, and I want it again. Ah, I, uh... It sucks because I'm so mad at everyone. Like, I told one of my sisters, uh, you got to see Get Out. And I think just to kind of razz me, she's like, I'm never going to see Get Out as long as I live. And I'm like, oh, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I think that Jeff doing this, I'm not even mad at him. I've got I've got respect for him. Because at least he had like a funny plan B. Yeah, exactly. He was like, why would I? It's like saying. Why would I waste my time on Get Out when I can see John Wick 2 again? Honestly, it's like someone saying, uh, have you tried this uh, new, there's this like new restaurant that does Thai shit and they mix it with that. And you're like, ooh, yeah, I'd love to have a fun eating experience. I'm going to go get chicken fingers. (laughs) Um, We've taken up too much time with our. Yeah, let's get to Randy. It's Randy time. Randy. Randy's back. Randy time. We're going to drop in the Randy thing. (laughs) How often do you get that? Never. 
You really? never get that? I never get that. Like, like right, the, when it, right when it came out, like, because that was already kind of a thing with me, is like, you know, I would just say something and people would just go, Randy. <laughs> so then it happened and everybody went like, oh, sorry, man, you can't have it anymore. Because that basically was why. started that. Yeah. 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 Nice. That's, I don't know how I'd feel about that if they were like, you can't have it anymore, because that's basically saying Aziz Ansari, who at that point was not huge. They're like, nah, that yeah. guy's way, way too cool. So you me. got cucked by Aziz Ansari. Yeah. No, I, yep. Yep. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're here to talk about a few things, uh, one of which is the fact that the three of us are best friends. Uh, Our listeners know that. Our Twitter followers know that. But you saw Get Out, and as soon as you tweeted you were going to see Get Out, we were like, this would be a perfect time to have Randy back on. A look behind the scenes real quick is that for like the past two months, we've looked for literally any excuse that we could find to have you back on the show. <laughs> so as soon as you tweeted about going to see Get Out, we were like, oh, this is we're going to we're going to go for it. Perfect. So, I love I it. I appreciate it. I appreciate you actually uh, biting the bullet and going to see that movie for us. Yeah, you didn't got, do it for us. Welcome. It was totally one thousand percent for us. Um, it, yeah. it, how long did it take you after seeing Get Out to be able to form words? Because it was like an hour and a half for me. Uh, it was not that long. It was a, it was a few minutes. Like uh, I went to see it with a friend of mine because uh, his girlfriend wouldn't go with them because she thought it would be too scary. But then he was kind of a scaredy cat too. Um, but he was like, "Oh, she could have saw that." And I'm like, "Yeah." Wasn't yeah. that scary? Yeah, that's like it's not like, like yeah. it's not a slasher. It's not gory. It's there's only one. Po- By the way, we said we. Warned everybody, we are spoiling oh, yeah. spoilers. Dick oh, yeah. We are going to spoil this. This is the third straight episode where we've talked about this movie. First two, not spoil no spoilers. And like we are the spoiling podcast. Yes. So for us yeah. to wait three episodes, good for us. Well, first one was respectful and courteous. We're like, we're gonna give you time to do this. And then the second one, we were angry we as we were to, talking yeah. about it because all we want to do is fucking spoil it. But now it's it's been over a week. If you haven't fucking seen it, then, it's on you. Then uh, yeah. a you're automatically racist, and b <laughs> it's on you if it gets spoiled. So yeah, um, it's about to get spoiled, you guys. Uh, the- but yeah, so your question about uh, uh, my friend and I uh, sat in the theater like well through the credits. <laughs> really, like just sitting there going like, oh fuck. Yeah, I walked out of the theater and uh, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm I'm sweating. It's <laughs> it's cold out." And I was just sitting in there sweating. It's the the only part though that really scared me, at least, was the um, was when Chris goes out for a smoke and he sees oh, yeah. George uh-huh. in the window. That's the only time in the movie that you're like, huh. but other than that, it's there's never like pop out. Scares. It's just like a general yeah. cloak of ickiness. That's yeah. Well, there's the other thing. That same scene, right, is when the uh, is when the grandfather is like running sprinting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even that, it's not like a. That's not like holy shit. It's like, well, what the hell's going like, to happen here? You're like, confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Up. Uh-huh. <laughs> have you did you have you seen um have you seen Nocturnal Animals yet? Yeah. Though there's like that one part in the scene where the the pop up like face in the baby cam is mm-hmm. like the most scared that I've been in like the last year, I think. Yeah, it was, cause I was yeah, not I expecting it. it. And it was just like all of a sudden it was like the one jump scare in that movie. And yeah, fucking very disconcerting, me. very Lynchian, too. You know, like yeah. uh, David Lynch had a few of those where it's like that shouldn't have been a jump scare. Like he zooms right. in on like a spider and you go like, fuck a spider. <laughs> right. Um how after seeing the movie how much uh have you realized from the first because what is it the first hour of the movie is what the fuck is going on and then yeah. the second yeah. then like the last 40 minutes is kind of a sprint to the finish um mm-hmm. 
So I saw it twice. As soon as I was done seeing it, I was like, I need the, the next opportunity to see this movie. I'm again, I'm taking. And upon rewatching it, literally, and Peel, uh, Jordan Peel had said this in interviews that like every single line in, of the movie is intentional. It is fucking wild when you rewatch the first half, how every single th- like the tour scene is uh, Bradley Whitford telling Chris, we fucking take black people and yep. put white people's brains in them. So mm-hmm. like how many of those things did you catch after seeing it? Like going back and thinking about it? I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I need to watch it a second time, clearly. Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole time I'm like, something's up. Yeah. Right. This all has had up. I like, I didn't I haven't seen it a second time, but my mistake was going and reading like everything that I could have about it. Oh, right. And and that's when I like realized all the uh I'd realized a few of them during the first watch, but like when I was reading about it, a lot of people pointed out like all these little hints and I was like, holy shit. That's amazing. When they're on the tour, uh, the uh, Bradley Whitford says as they're walking into the kitchen, he was like, my uh, my mother loved the kitchen. uh, So now we keep a part of her in there. And then they walk in and Georgina's just standing there. And Mm. it's like a part of her is right here. And then when he's showing him the uh, pictures, and, That's what I was gonna uh, ask. Is that was is that his dad? Was his dad the one that uh, lost out to Jesse Owens? Yes, yeah. and he oh, said, Chris. Said, yeah, and, and he Chris says That's a tough. It. Yeah, he was like, "That sucks for your dad," and he goes, "Ah, he almost got over it." Yeah. And just very matter of fact. Um, and then that's why that that's why the the dad sprints every yes. night uh-huh. around. The place. Uh, what freaked me the fuck out that dawned on me uh, the other day is you know when they're having iced tea outside and uh the mother is as allison williams character says rude to georgina yeah because georgina she kind of gets dizzy and falls onto chris Mm -hmm. it's because the mother accidentally stirs her iced tea and clinks the and her spoon clinks against the glass which as we've seen puts you Uh into the sunken place Speaking of the sunken place, are you at all pissed about uh, the upside down getting cucked a little? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the upside down is much scarier than the sunken place. The sunken place is just like you're alone and watching TV all the time. Yeah, yeah which is pretty like, much our lives. your life and you can't do anything about it. At least like yeah. at least like the the upside down, it's like you get you're in control. Yeah. You can yeah. kind of like navigate and you have a say in what happens. You don't have any say in what happens when you're in the, the sunken place. That's actually a really good question. What, like what you what would, would you prefer? rather be stuck in? I think yeah. honestly, this is, we, I would rather be in the sunken place because the upside down, there's like weird ass shit going on. Oh, yeah. And by, yeah. by all means, there's weird ass shit well, going can, on with the sunken place. Can, but like, I'm can, not going to get eaten. Right. You can die in, the, in the upside down. You can't die in the sunken place. Yeah. You die in a thing. will put a slug in your tummy. <laughs> that's the way i hope to go yeah uh speaking of the sunken place uh the gift that i've used most since uh get out is uh when lakeith stanfield's character Mm -hmm. like switches from being an old white guy to himself in a second that is i know that the the picture of uh chris in the chair is going to end up being like the iconic photo from this but that shot going across his face of him like he he acts he has like an old white person face like he looks kind of like clumsy and stuff and then his face just turns from like that to scared in a second that's like the fucking scene of the movie 
The, yeah, you, yeah. you use that gif all the time and it's like a very multi-purpose gif because it can literally be anything <laughs> it just it can mean it's it, just a blank face you're right it can mean you're anything. upset um <laughs> you're mainly i use it for being upset because it's just mostly i'm upset so that's that <laughs> yeah. i get the most opportunity to use it there but he's so everyone in that movie was fucking perfectly cast pretty he, much yeah he, watch the eyes in that shot as well yeah to his eyes yeah uh, it's, it's a very interesting um like they sort of like turn silver they turn the silver? silver goes yeah the silver goes out of it um wow man that movie's the best it's yeah. so awesome it's i like haven't been able to stop thinking about that movie for like a couple weeks and seeing it yeah have you um have you seen the the tweet going around where it's uh co-worker are you on Twitter? <laughs> and it's me, and it's the it's the gif of Georgina going, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you caught on to this one, but uh, in the uh, towards the end of the movie where he's in the where he's strapped to the chair in the basement, he literally frees himself by yeah. picking cotton out of <laughs> oh the chair. Oh my god! Oh my yeah. god! Oh, so it's oh wow. So we're that's we're, amazing. We're spoiling things for you. So the, you've yeah, seen the movie. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It seems that you're taking the natural approach to this, which is uh, letting these things come to you. Whereas as soon as we saw it, we were like, we need to know what every fucking thing meant. So let's see how much we can uh, blow your mind here. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Uh, the Swahili song at the beginning, I know that's like the one thing that I. Know. Yeah, what, what happened in that? I didn't catch that one. Wait, what was that? The, the, the I did. I read that. Yeah, so it's like the opening credits song, right? That sort of creepy, sort of chanty song that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Swahili, and it means like there's danger ahead, run. Ooh, okay, Jesus, All right? And then the the one of the only like pop songs in it is um, Redbone, Redbone, and that is I'm not going to be able to hear that song anymore without it being right. sounding super ominous, especially having. Knowing that, because uh, it says Allison Williams is uh, picking out the the donuts and she's going over to see her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and it seems like this very like innocent scene, and the words "stay woke" are being sung as it's right. like this girl is a fucking honey trap in a half. Mm. Yeah, never by the, the way, girl who knocks on a door with her forehead. Oh, that's, oh, right. that's right. <laughs> well, they do. They do like a cutesy kind of overload with Allison Williams. Know, in the she's first like five doing minutes. it when he's not even there. Like she's right. playing this cutesy role, which I'm, you know. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'll say, like, I fell in love with Allison Williams in the first half of that movie. And then the second half, I was like, ah, maybe not. <laughs> A little, yeah. Way too I, racist know what? in the second half. For, for four months with Allison Williams, I'd give up my brain. Yeah. <laughs> for the rest of my life in this fucking place. <laughs> Uh, I think I, I think like the thing that really did it for me, I know like all the racist shit was pretty bad, but like her eating, um, what was it? Fruit loops with dry and then, that was and then sipping milk, sipping the milk yeah. out of the black straw. Oh, yeah. crazy. So she's keeping the colored and the white separate, mm-hmm. but she's willing to, oh, I didn't even think do of that. this. To I didn't even think of that. Like, thing that yeah. she wants. oh my yeah. God, there's yeah. everything movie is just ridiculous the 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 most healthy exercise in the world is, just is talking about, talking about movie. the movie get out because you uncover more and more things like, this is going to be the closest to an intelligent podcast we ever have because we're <laughs> going to end up coming away with like one or two things which we never do uh, <laughs> yeah 
and then in the also in the tour scene, uh, they walk by the basement and it's locked off. And he says, uh, "We keep this boarded up. There's black mold downstairs." Ooh, yeah. That was like the that was one of the things that I caught in the first viewing. I was like, ah, that's gonna come back, and that's a little foreshadowing right there. And uh, when she stands up to the police officer when he's asking to see Chris's ID. It's because she doesn't want any record of him being there, which it's there are so many instances. I mean, we discussed after seeing it the first time we were like a vague thing to take away from it is that a lot of times uh, white people, liberal white people are uh, are racist in a non hateful way, but it's still very harmful. But then when you go back and you see and you add all those things together, those people were not being racist. They were literally shopping for this guy, which tells the bigger thing that you can show a scene of a bunch of white people picking out a black person and it is indistinguishable from a white person being casually racist. So right. like when people are like, it's not a big deal if you if like you go up to a, a black guy and start talking to him about Tiger. It's like it's right. this thing that, like that there's a scene of a guy buying a guy doing that, and I couldn't tell that that's, that, right. that's what he was doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's like amazingly subtle, but also not at the same time. It's 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 incredible, right? Because when the guy like when uh, what is it? Yeah, when the guy says like, "Oh, I love Tiger," Chris kind of just rolls his eyes, but he doesn't feel that he's in danger because of this guy because he's like, "Oh, right. just a fucking white person being super uncomfortable around a black person." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like we as the audience are like, oh, God, everything about this right. screams like, get out of here. And he's like, no, this is just what I deal with every day. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which is fucking crazy. Um, yeah. God. Um, also, the brother, when he's trying to put, when he wants to put Chris in a headlock at the dinner table, that's just a little sibling rivalry between brother and sister. It's the brother trying to say, like, oh, we can his moves. Yeah, like we can skip this whole fucking thing of like like you're you're having sex with this guy and but doing a four month thing. I can knock this out in one second. Right. He's yeah. creepy as fuck, that kid. Well, I mean, he his the difference between him and the sister and the way that they go about like getting their victims is yeah. night and day. I mean, this dude just drives around neighborhoods and picks black people off the sidewalk and puts them in a headlock. Playing and, a creepy song in my right, car. Right. And then just throws them in the trunk of his car. Oh, that's right. What? God, you know what? That, she has to go through this whole thing where she dates a guy yeah. and like gets his confidence and then brings him back home. This dude is just driving around throwing dudes in his trunk. Yeah. Fuck. What? Why is he playing that song? Is he that fucking that that's almost as if like the grounds or uh, the groundskeeper or the grandfather were in there because that's the old timey fucking shit yeah, that know. you yeah. know what's a fucking uh, cocky ass move by the way what when they go uh, after the auction when Chris and uh, Rose are going for their walk which was nicely timed by Rose yeah when he walks back in and all the guests have left and Chris is or uh, the the brother is standing there like a psycho uh. Georgina and uh, the grandfather are standing there at the door like a couple pretty much just like yeah like they've made up their mind at that point like we We fucking we don't have to pretend yeah like we've got this guy no matter what. also with the parents like the the scene where he takes Chris outside and he's like talking about how the the help looks bad yeah they helped my they helped my grandparents yeah and we couldn't let them go yeah when he says them yeah. He ain't talking about, he's no. saying, 
we're keeping those old folks. At what point did you kind of realize that uh, that Allison Williams was in on it? Did it take you? Did it take you a while? Because like the the walk scene was where I was like, yeah, this is too me. convenient. It took me way too long. I feel like you should suspect that in a horror movie from yeah. the beginning, yeah. but for some reason, it took me forever. I feel like I feel like the whole time, like from the first scene that I saw her, I was like, she's she's she, whatever's going on, she's a part of it. Ooh, um, that's. I just did. I just never felt like. Um. I don't know. I think I naturally mistrust Allison Williams. <laughs> Fair enough. I was going to uh, say, it seems like you, you've been through some shit and you naturally mistrust women. Yeah. He's like, this, this girl's up to something. No, he, you, you've it's seen Allison mo- Williams. <laughs> yeah. uh, you've you've seen, been wronged one too many yeah, times by Allison There Williams. was, uh, yeah, you were, you were in Peter Pan. Some stuff happened and just... You, you... <laughs> yeah, no, she got me fired. <laughs> um, no, I mean, honestly, I've... I've seen an I've seen Marnie pull enough shit that I should have been more yeah. uh I guess woke but I was not and it was it was during the walk I was like you know what now that her parents are holding an auction for this kid it, <laughs> at the exact time that they went for may, a walk yeah you know what something may be afoot here I don't know I guess that that speaks to like Allison Williams ability to to sell that character oh in, yeah in, she in, was like the in her like innocent mode because i didn't suspect it until that moment you know what's fucked though um that uh someone a a co-worker who saw it this week said uh he was like i avoided uh previews and everything so i didn't have anything spoiled he said but i was watching i saw something on the news or whatever and they were like we're not going to spoil anything but allison williams gives a chilling performance Uh, yeah you can't take so he was like he was like a half hour into the movie. All she's doing is saying like, what? Oh, no, my parents aren't racist. It's like, yeah. well, <laughs> I guess the chilling part is coming up soon yeah. because we haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, she's uh, no, she's she goes from basically Marnie to just fucked as all get out. The scene where she's on the phone with Rod and she's yeah. like not blinking and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, start, like sort of going through her Rolodex of like manipulative things that she does to men. Yeah, right. right. I think it's so like, funny what, when she's all concerned or like her voice is like shaky and everything mm-hmm. and they cut to her and she's going, oh my God, what? And she's just, she's just fucking yes, expressionless. Perfect. Her parents perfect. are sitting there like probably smoking or something like just <laughs> casual as fuck. Uh, yeah. What did you... Uh, and the keys, the keys. I love the keys. Oh yeah, that's oh that's, that was that's that, like a that line was just fucked. Where she's like, you you know, I can't. It was just like a switch, and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's so yeah. good. Which makes that yeah, that's uh, good acting. Yeah, yeah, that that, so that makes that description of like chilling performance. That's absolutely right. She was fucking yeah. awesome in it, but you can't say to someone who hasn't seen this that yeah. she was. You have to say she was fine because yeah. as you're watching it, you're like, oh, she's fine. Whatever. She's not a major yeah. uh, thing. But the fact that. I feel like Pete, you and I should have been tipped off to it that uh, she's getting mad about everything that they're doing. Um, like, why is he saying my man? Why is like my brother wanted to put you in a headlock? And Chris is like, yeah. And your mom hypnotized me. And she's like, ah, oh, no, probably not. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> even though we saw because he woke up wearing the clothes that he put on when he went and got hypnotized, that it definitely wasn't a fucking dream. No. Yeah. I, that was like a question to me. And it was answered very quickly. I was like, was that just a dream? Did you just dream that? Because he just like snapped and woke up. Yeah. And he was wearing the same shit. Yeah. And like, I don't know. That 
that scene was was really fucked. Another great thing from Allison Williams uh, that I noticed in the second viewing when we were talking about how Chris, uh, as these things are happening to him at the party, he's just like, oh, well, fucking white people are being weird. Right. Um, she's not really rolling her eyes because she does keep like interrupting as the as the old white people are saying things like when they're asking about their sex life and stuff. She's not rolling her eyes really like Chris's. She's like staring daggers at them to be like, "Yo, you're being obvious. You are fucking this up." Yeah, it's, it's that's why she's getting annoyed. It's not because funny. like the 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 hints of racism. It's because they're yeah. they're gonna they're right. She's like, "Do obvious. that on your own time." Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. But it is like when you see it when you know that they're kind of testing him out or or shopping for him. It is. Once you know that as you watch that, it's just fucking clear as day because the when she's like, Oh, is it true? Is it better? And then she asks her husband who's got the fucking like the breathing tubes, like, Oh, what do you think? And he's like He's eh. clearly not a dynamo in the sack. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but she's saying, like, what do you think of this guy? Yeah, right. Like being him. Yeah. Uh and also I didn't notice this in the on the first viewing. Uh Lakeith Stanfield's character literally walks over to a group of white people. And goes like, what do you like? He this fuck, this isn't video, but he gestures to be like, what do you think? And he does a twirl, and oh, they're all like, yeah, 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 pretty yeah, good. Yeah. I remember that scene, fuck, yeah. And when yeah, Chris brilliant. sees him from across the party and he's walking over, he's kind of like shaking as if he's like kind of like he's like wearing out a new body or something. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking, it is crazy. I hated the movie. <laughs> Uh, if you had to pick uh, one person who you could transfer your brains into their body, who would you pick? Oh, oh man. I'm like J.J. Watt. And ma- that way you can make J.J. Watt better. <laughs> right? Yeah. You can make J.J. Watt likable. <laughs> if, we, yeah, if, if we had J.J. Watt with Randy's brain, it would be awesome. Mm-hmm. You'd be so good yeah. at, at so much more adult stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I could, like what do like a 42 inch vertical or whatever you could just like lift a car over your head and just like change a tire and you're so much better on twitter than jj watt jj Watt. oh man what does that guy tweet about i feel like he just uh well he also gets cyber bullied pretty hard so uh it's it's hard to gauge actually how good he is but he'll uh he just tweets like douchey. He tweets like motivate he probably googles like motivational quotes and copies and pastes them yeah, and the yeah, I uh, guess that's what happens when you're like 18 hours a day of like full hard training. You have to have some like some of that motivational brainwashing going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if 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 we're gonna brag about being good on Twitter, it's because we have fucking 20 hours a day to like right. <laughs> brainstorm <Cultivate>. things. <laughs> he also, um, but he also did the fucking Players Tribune thing, which the Players Tribune is good sometimes, and it's the worst a lot of the times. Uh, he. He uh, was out for the season. He suffered an injury like in September, missed the season, and then wrote a story for the Players' Tribune called Am I Done? And it's a picture of him just like kind of staring out into the world. <laughs> like, like One of the greatest athletes alive right now oh, in man. his 20s. You think I've got anything left? Like, probably. <laughs> no, like, you're probably just injured. You'll have your surgery and you'll come back. Yeah. He loves to like. He loves to dig himself into a hole and be like, "Look, I got out of this." <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly. it's like a foot deep hole. <laughs> oh man, be inspired, right? Inspiring. 
fuck now i actually kind of want that to happen i you come away from this movie being like what sick fucking psychos why would anybody do this no one has the right to take somebody's body away from them but i gotta say i would uh i'd be a pretty <laughs> big fan of jj watt being controlled by randy i don't know who i would want you know who i'd be no i wouldn't i was gonna say colin jost but what? i'm already because <laughs> i'd be a complete neutral move it was so that's saying like uh looks wise it would be a lateral it would be a lateral move right but uh so many people so my thing randy is uh i think colin just is fine i think that uh the fact that every girl in the world thinks he's like the biggest babe in the world kind of throws me off a little bit so I would want to insert my brain into Colin Jost's and uh, at least make it warranted. I'd, I'd, I'd work hard. To, I, I think that Colin Jost kind of is uh, is resting on his laurels, and I would. I'd maybe. I'd maybe push a little harder. You up the game. Yes. Yeah. A little bit. I don't know. I don't know who I would. I would transfer into. Uh, it would be funny if you transferred into Matt Damon because that <laughs> would be like, oh, you, ah, I would you just, are I would just be moving the aging process like 30 years ahead. Yes, you, you, you'd go from a young Matt Damon to Matt Damon, <laughs> but you would still, but because it's your brain, you would dress the way that you dress right now. So you would, you would look like Matt Damon dressed like a young Matt Damon, <laughs> behaving like, behaving like that fucking kid who looks like Matt Damon. It would basically like be the plot of Big. Yes, and it would just I would just wake up and be thirty years older. You know what? We could. How about this? This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna transfer my brain into Matt Damon. Uh, stage a fall from grace, so Matt Damon's star will have cooled way off, and then we can do that thing, and we could make a movie of you and Matt Damon in Big. I would I'm sacrifice my Colin Jost thing. Which, but mine of the three is by far the worst. Oh yeah. Uh, so I would do that and help along this. It could be a nice Freaky Friday situation if we just swapped each other's <laughs> bodies. That would be great for content. If they, if yeah, if they do, if that thing existed, I think Freaky Fridaying would be the best move. <laughs> um. So let's talk about our friendship, Randy. Uh, you've yeah. been our favorite guest. Uh, the adults episode we did was probably the most mature. It was very well received. People liked how uh, how adult we were. And since then, uh, all the three of us do is kind of just tweet at each other and crack jokes, yeah. bust chops. Mm-hmm. That's what friendship's all about. It's my kind of time. That's it's... have you uh, have you any new adult experiences as the resident adult on this show? Do you have any new experiences or adult takes oh, that you want to share with us? I do. You have adult. a beard now. Oh yeah, a beard. A beard. That's that's so adult. <laughs> adult much? I don't know. If, I don't know if that's more adult than having a mustache. Because you had no, a mustache, mustache last is, time. Mustaches, I think, legitimately more adult. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The beard. Because um, the mustache, the beard's just like I didn't shave for a really <laughs> so that's, long time. That's, that's like the least adult thing you can do. You're just yeah. irresponsible in letting your facial hair grow. Yeah, and then a mustache is like I shaved in very <laughs> specific places. <laughs> yeah. To get a look. Then you're nailing it, Pete. You know what we should do uh, is uh, we should do what uh, Joey and Chandler did in Friends when Richard started hanging out with them, and they thought that Richard was really cool, so they both grew mustaches. <laughs> Next time that we have Randy on, uh, you we're and I should both the, have bad mustaches. We're gonna have the worst mustaches. Yeah, love it. I love and, it. And Randy's gonna be clean shaven, and we're gonna be like, oh fuck. That happens Shit. in uh, in what the Office, where Michael tries to copy Ryan's facial hair. And then Ryan, yeah, and then Ryan <laughs> shapes, so he shapes. 
Uh, that shit's uh, awesome. What can you tell us about season two of Stranger Things? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Oh, absolutely God. nothing at all. That is <laughs> that's wonderful. Nothing. Well, that yeah. shows that uh, that shows how on the same page all of us are because Pete and I can't tell anyone anything about season two either. So <laughs> right. uh, yeah, we it, are all on the exact same page. Yes. <laughs> is it because you don't know anything, or is it because there there's a strict gag order? I mean, I had to sign some paperwork. Okay. How okay. extreme is that shit? Uh, it's not very. They follow you around with a sniper. <laughs> not very. Um, I I heard if you talk like they will. You know. I no. saw some. I saw some. Uh, some, some r- scribblings about script burning. Some mandatory script burning. Really? I've, I that's I saw that. I don't know how true it is. Huh? For the show? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I saw yeah, anything. Sp- any anything I have like anything that I like print like at my home goes like straight to my shredder. Okay, so uh, uh, it's like it's like the stuff that's not. I'm sorry, Earth, <laughs> but script security uh, uh, over recycling. Um, uh, and there is a like there's a specific guy that's in charge of script security. Um, okay. Uh, how much of like a black mark is that on your career if you fuck up and let something leak? You know, that, I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, they kind of have you like in those in, in an NDA, like you're like they can just forever just like constantly sue you for the rest of your life Jesus for like Christ. everything that you have. Um, uh, so, yeah, a pretty big one, I would imagine. Um do you have like a lockbox uh, at home or something that you throw that in? Yeah. What's it like that uh, your script security game is better than like, say, the White House's security game? I mean, not <laughs> not surprising at all. They're actually intelligent people in charge of television <laughs> right. production. That's, that's a good point. It's like nobody's uh, is anybody posting pictures of you on Facebook with your script? Yeah. Do you guys do like... table readings at Applebee's? <laughs> right. Exactly. No. Yeah. Legit, like we no, like we did a table read, like, and the security at the table read was like insane. Really, that's wild. Yeah, that's um, fucking cool as balls, though. And you know, we also got like a speech where it's like, hey, things are a little different now. Wow. Oh, really? Just season one, you know, like uh, oh, just like people are paying attention. We you're saying, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Nobody had any idea what we were doing. Nobody cared. Um, wow. So. uh and then, like, you know, it blew up the way that it did. And so they're like, okay, season two, like, it's a whole new game, guys. You can't say anything. Wow. Wow. Um, is uh, is Millie Bobby Brown, like, the biggest diva in the world now because she's <laughs> the most famous person on the planet? That happened. Uh, like, she is legitimately, like, the like top yeah, five famous people time. in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's amazing. Um, uh no, she's not a, a diva. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if she were, but like, no, she's still just a kid. Like, you know, they're all, they're all so normal. Are you the biggest um, diva in the world now? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm, really, I'm a diva. Yeah, a who became times. a diva? <laughs> yeah. um, uh, how, how much of the voices changed since the last time? Last filming? Uh, Dust, like Dustin is like a, a man now. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, he talks like this. That's going to be uh, his voice. Did change. I think there was, they had to actually like get a new kid to do ADR for him in wow. season one because wow. his voice, like, just in between like the end of shooting and then like some additional 
production that needed to happen, his voice changed. So, um, yeah, it happened over like, you know, a month. Wow. Uh, wow. So they Did... had to get it like a, a new kid to do his voice. You know, like when you don't see for uh, those guys at home, I don't know what ADR is. <laughs> um, sometimes, you know, like something that gets recorded on set doesn't, uh, uh, there's something wrong with the recording or whatever, and they, they don't get a clean enough take, or they need to change a line or tweak something. And so they'll use like, kind of a shot of the back of someone's head as they're talking, yeah. mm. and then like some new words will come out of their mouth. So you you know see sometimes, like if you're watching something and their head's kind of moving a little different than what would actually I see be. All I the was going to say, sitcoms and stuff. huge nerd move is to feel accomplished when you tell yeah. when that happens. You're like, oh, yeah, I, I, I know see, what they did I there. See it all the time on sitcoms. It's so yeah. annoying, too. Yeah. <laughs> It, uh, yeah, that, that does drive me crazy, yeah. but is it like, uh, so when you do that, is it as cool as an entourage when, uh, when Vince goes in to re-record the, you kidding? I am Queens Boulevard. Tell me, I hope you get that reference. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I'd have more respect. Oh, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, ADR is awful. It's like, the worst. <laughs> it? it's so bad. What's the, what's the so worst bad. part of shooting? Is it that? The worst part of shooting? Yeah. Uh, no, it's just wait, the the hanging, the waiting around. Is mm. like the, um, uh, yeah, the worst part is just not having anything to do. <laughs> I wouldn't know. And you that sort of want to like, like <laughs> keep you, you sort of like want to keep yeah. focused on like what you're supposed to do that day, but then you're also like, I'm hella bored. It's been three hours. Yeah. I just want to look at my phone. Um, so you kind of have to balance the two things of going, okay, give me like 20 minutes, you know, like an ETA of like 20 minutes so I can sort of get back in the zone. Right. Um, but well, I get like pretty nice trailers nowadays, so ooh, uh, it's not as bad. Ooh. There you go. So like, it's, it's a lot more like the flossy flossy now for season two than it was season one. You were saying before that like now people are more aware of you guys, but is the actual, without without giving stuff without like suggesting how little or whatever you're doing like is the kind of work day better more glamorous no No. No, there's still there's still nothing glamorous about got to keep everyone humble the production yeah um uh yeah i don't really get the glamour part (laughs) guys and mustaches don't get the glamour yeah that's kind of for the kids when they get to go like get ducked out in Versace and um, <laughs> get tucked up and get taken to award shows. Um, I think that's like where the glamour comes in, you know, you, and you get people like that, like, you know, when a famous person like recognizes you, I think that's yeah pretty crazy. Um, I mean, it's happened a little bit to me. I re- I, I met two of the um, actors from Game of Thrones at a convention and they recognized me. Which actors? Uh, it was um, uh, Daniel Roebuck and Ellie Kendrick. Uh, okay. They play Podrick and Mira. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Um, and they're both great guys. But yeah, they recognize me. I'm just like, who are you like me? That's awesome. Are those the, uh, the, are those the coolest people that have recognized you since, since doing the show? Uh, Mitch Pileggi recognized me. So Who's AD that? Skinner from the X-Files. Okay. Oh, okay. You're just, this is, you're running the gamut on shit I don't watch. <laughs> uh, I he watch was also Thrones. in Sons of Anarchy, if you've seen that show. I, I do watch that. I did watch he that He was like the, ra- the racist, one of the racist people. So all of them. Okay, <laughs> so, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, he was the guy, he gets like burned 
Like there's like a warehouse fire and he gets like burned in it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yep. I know you're talking about. There's like I think there's two guys. There's like Mr. Fink, I call him Mr. Fingers. There's a guy with just the index yes, right, the guy uh, that cut all Chucky. his fingers off. Yeah. There's yep. him and then the white supremacist guy that got like trapped in the fire. Mitch Pelleggi awesome. was that guy. Um yeah, that's that, that, that those are pretty much the biggest I think um that like legit knew who I was. That's dope though. Um what did uh so we're doing a a very exclusive prize thing where just you get anything you want from the merch store. Uh oh, so, wow, for me? Yes. Oh man, this is great. Uh all right. I'm not pretending like I don't know what I want. I want the La La Land shirt. Ooh, the La La Land shirt. Okay. Yeah. Uh yes. So is that your we'll, best seller? Uh the best seller. What's your seller, best seller? The best seller is the long sleeve which is interesting because it's it's my favorite shirt but it's also the only item that we sell that does not have our faces on it and everyone wants those mm. everyone, everyone wants those and the uh the dad hats but yeah yeah but the la land are uh the la land ones are selling not exactly like hotcakes but close to hotcakes so uh so you'll get the la land shirt uh did you see la land did you like it yeah i loved it yeah Fuck the haters. Did <laughs> did you get annoyed by the? Did you hear any of the like, oh, Lowland, it's so whatever? Like, fuck you. Yeah, I I feel like that's coming from you know like a little bit of like a, a snobbish place. Um, totally. Uh, of going well, it's it's not like a real musical. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's like its own thing. Like, and that's cool. Like, if I mean, if you don't like the message or you don't like the way that the message is conveyed, that's one thing. But to go like, well, it's not so. It's like, <laughs> Okay. Yes, it's not like you know, uh, singing in the rain. Nope, it's yeah. his own thing. It's 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 La La Land. It's um, uh, yeah. I I I think that director, like you guys seen Whiplash? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm a Damien Chazelle guy. Yeah. Like that. Those they're so similar. The two of the two films. Um, yeah. La La Land and Whiplash are so similar and so different. Um. But you know, I, I'm 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 an artist, so I when I see a film about like the struggle of an artist, I go like, yeah, I identify, right? Um, uh, and maybe that's part of it too, right? Is that people go like, I don't identify with anything about this movie because I'm I, like, I'm not a struggling musician, I'm not a struggling actor, or whatever, you know. Well, that I mean, I keep saying this, but like my only problem with La La Land was in like the aftermath of like them trying to make it seem like it was. Uh, like this big underdog going into yeah in, into like the uh, the award season it's like you this is a movie it's a musical about like like la and there's yeah, nothing right. that that the academy loves more than like movies mm-hmm. about la and chazelle was hot shit going right. into it and the and, cast is like <laughs> you have two of the biggest stars in hollywood like the smallest yeah, the role is charm. played by the guy who just won best supporting actor a couple years right. ago so right, it's right. it was fashioned to to be great. What did you uh what did you think about the the Oscars? Um I mean that ending was incredible. Mm, in a in a good way or in a bad way? Yeah, I loved it. Uh <laughs> I mean I, I I hated it for the you know the La La Land people. Um Spin but... Zone though, two two movies get to uh experience the feeling of winning and of winning best picture. That's right. Yeah, and, get to and take one, and one gets it taken away from them. Um 
I thought there were so many great moments, you know, like, uh, uh, like a buddy of mine came over, um, like towards the end of the Oscars and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm just going to, you know, finish up watching these Oscars. Then we hang out or whatever. And, you know, we see like the guys in like red coats, like coming up and like stirring around. And I'm like, yeah. what is going on, dude? I'm like, something is up. Like something weird is up. And then the camera like pulls like way back. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. And there's like sort of just this wide shot. I'm like, okay, they're trying to hide something. <laughs> like they're trying to hide something that's going on. It's almost like, you know, when you get a streaker in like football, right? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. like the camera's not looking at anything that it should be. And it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, that camera shot is just a weird shot because, oh, there must be someone on the field. And then um, Jordan Horowitz is just, I mean, speaking of performances, we, without, without, yeah. we did like a solid 20 minutes on how great he was at being like, stop it, everybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that was a fucking great, like all time television moment. Yeah, yeah, he was awesome. I I loved the guy before him. He <laughs> He's goes, like, we lost. Uh, we lost, by the way. <laughs> he thanks like a bunch of people. He's like, oh yeah, by the way, we lost, and then just leaves. <laughs> yeah. That's the best. That's a great drop the mic moment. I love it. And then Jordan Horowitz picked up the mic. Yes. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> boy, yeah. oh boy, did he sing. <laughs> it's like uh, Jordan Horowitz was like uh, um, Thomas Middleditch and that new Verizon commercial where he drops the mic like three times and just <laughs> he keeps taking out new mics. <laughs> wonderful um did you yeah i yeah i'm glad that you liked la land and that you that fuck the haters because that was annoying um did you see did you see the other movies what'd you think of what what were your thoughts like on the movies heading into the oscars um yeah i mean like you know i kind of hope for moonlight um uh you know i i was definitely on board with like getting rid of the Oscar so white thing. Cause it's like, seriously guys, yeah, like, yeah. this is too, it's too much. Like, yeah. it's like, we understand like white guys are in charge of everything, but you know, can, can anybody else get like something, a little right. something? Um, I really, you know, like, I don't know. I reached a point in my life where I'm really starting to like feel my privilege. And yeah. I'm like, uh, I, guys, I'm, I'm not worthy of all this privilege at all. Um, this should probably go to somebody who like deserves it, especially um, after having just seen the Grammys. Yeah, like, I was going to say that instead of giving it to Beyonce, who is the most deserving person, they gave it to the third most deserving white person. Yeah, <laughs> Which... yeah, yeah. To go like, I mean, come on, man. Lemonade was just like everyone was just like completely and totally blown away by it. And yeah. Like, isn't that a little bit like more important than like without oh, saying a good I album? Download, I didn't download title just so I could listen to twenty five, right? right. So, right. <laughs> and then delete it a week later. So yeah, that's the that's the award right there. So yeah, it's great to see like uh, people of color get recognition for something like and you know like I mean Moonlight was was an underdog for sure, right? It's like one point six million dollars it it took to make. And, oh yeah, that um, must have cost nothing because there was no, a, there were no white people in it. Um, is that right? Yeah. There's wow. I think there's one white guy in the background of like one shot. Wow. Yeah. Um, Congrats to that guy. <laughs> yeah, right. You got in. You're like, oh, we gotta put we gotta put one white guy in. <laughs> I uh yeah, I loved the the I loved two thirds of Moonlight, which I, I know this is kind of a common complaint about it, that the third act was uh it kind of clouded the movie, but I thought it was really good. Like I'm 
I was cool with Lawland not winning. Lawland was probably my favorite, but there was a yeah. there was a, a, a short list of really good movies there. I would have I would have preferred Hidden Figures or uh, Lion. I thought was awesome. Did you see Lion? I haven't seen Lion. No, Lion's sick. I it's... finally watched Manchester by the Sea this weekend. What'd you think? Uh, it was really really good. Yeah, um, and very very sad. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't I don't think I can get that depressed. <laughs> are you so you haven't seen it yet no every clip i see from it i'm just like nope yeah mm-hmm. man the, no, i don't want to i don't want to cry for the one hours. scene that they always show over and over again is the one where he's talking to michelle williams oh that scene yeah. was fucking and nuts. i'd seen that scene a million times and when it when it got to it in the movie i was just like fuck yeah that scene fuck. i was like if she doesn't fucking win best supporting actress and i know that everyone's like oh she was only in like five minutes of it but yeah Still, and seeing, five minutes is enough to party. And seeing it out of context, like I, my reaction was like, oh, her Boston accent is really bad, and like it's this, this is like she's overacting, but she really was. Oh no, yeah, the context he's, of the scene because so. he spends yeah. the whole movie kind of pushing everything away from him, and this that this is like a confrontation of, all right, we're gonna talk about shit, and he's like, no, no, yep. no, and, and like, she, yeah, she really like corners him. Yeah, she, like, she's. I'm the Michelle. What do you think of Michelle Williams, Randy? I think she's fucking awesome. Oh, she's great. She's brilliant. She's so good. Yeah. She's so good. You should be in more stuff. That's what I think. Yeah, for sure. I think she's probably, she picks her projects pretty yeah. carefully. I think, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, she really seems like that she's an artist and that that's what, that she's there for, you know, I wish that, that we she, could, uh, sorry. I, I wish that we could, uh, poli- politely do this. Um, it's very interesting to have your perspective, uh, like as we mentioned, actors and actresses, for you to be like, oh yeah, like they're really good at their craft because we're we're we don't know, you know, like we don't know what's yeah. great acting. We just know to our eye, and obviously your eye is much better. I wish there were a polite way for us to be like, hey, is this person a good actor? And you'd be like, oh no, you'd be surprised, he's terrible. <laughs> but in case you want to volunteer anybody who is just kind of like, oh, you want to throw into the like, bus, ooh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I could tell stories, but then someone would kill me. Um, not about Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there have been like actors that I've heard where like people are like, oh, yeah, that, that guy can't read. <laughs> that's probably that's probably um, not good. Uh, I there like... are definitely like older actors that are done with memorizing <laughs> lines, just done with it. And they have a earpiece in. Really? And they get their lines fed to them. Oh, that is wild. must be nice. Yeah. Um, Brando uh, is uh, 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 like was like one of the first guys to do it. That is, I feel like, like De Niro's there. Yeah, he <laughs> takes every project. So <laughs> yeah, De Niro is scooping up projects these days. Yeah. Okay. I feel like De Niro just kind of like walks in and does whatever he wants. Right? Yeah, I think and then that's kind of why he's given the same performance like over the past twelve years. It's just like, oh, he just walks in and just like, no, I'm going to do it like this. Well, I, I think the that guy like just this. like takes a stroll on like a Monday afternoon and just like walks into a casting office and just like sits down. <laughs> and he's gonna like, I'm gonna do this movie. Yeah, and they're like you don't even know what it is. I don't care. I'm gonna do it. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, he is. He is and so sweet. He's in, then, in the intern? He's in Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> oh, no, I thought you were gonna say the intern because I think he's he he's very uh, he's very sweet in the uh, the intern. Um, 
Fuck, uh, you know, Billy Joel does that. A lot of old rock stars do that. They have like a teleprompter on stage with the lyrics mm-hmm. to their own songs. And it's like... That's dude, understandable when you have like 200 songs. Yeah, but also you all of Billy Joel's songs are Billy Joel songs. So <laughs> if you're a person, you know the words to every Billy Joel song. Right. So I think it's funny that Billy Joel's like, oh, not me though. <laughs> it's also different for like a musician because again, they have that many songs, but they're also performing them every single night. Yeah. So, or yeah. like uh, on very, I mean, you, very right, often. Yeah. So, yeah, but you have, I mean, your, your set list is pretty limited. Yeah. Yeah. Every night. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like that you should know that like, unless you're oh, right. like a song, what's coming up. Unless you're performing a song that, like, you haven't performed in forever. Yeah. I think that Billy, I think, now has, like, maybe, uh, maybe, like, 35 songs that he, that he'll do when he tours, and then he'll just kind of rotate them all through. But for me, like, I, I don't understand how a person can't know every word to (laughs) Billy Joel songs. Um, that's hilarious, though, that actors just kind of mail it in. Now that's, I'm just gonna. I'm now I'm just gonna watch a bunch of Robert De Niro movies, recent ones, and see if he's he's speaking through an earpiece. <laughs> yeah, I and I don't even know if that's like I that's I mean it's lazy. I don't know if it's bad acting. It's certainly like you know you look at like Brando and like Apocalypse Now, which I believe he was he had an earpiece in that. Where it's like, Whoa. yep, nope, uh, it's still, he's still good. Is it like he's a lazy good. thing, or is it just like his? It's like oh, yeah, Brando was lazy. Brando okay. was so lazy. Uh, his excuse was that he wanted it to be like fresh coming out of his mouth. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, but that's like, but that's like, hey man, you like studied like yeah. legit acting technique. Like, um, well, I know Nicholson you quit apply? because he couldn't remember his lines anymore. Really? Yeah, I think that's what what his excuse was, or like his reason for re- retiring from movies was because he couldn't. His brain was going, and he couldn't remember his lines anymore. Who is this? Uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's super old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's old. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I've, I've worked with some bad actors in my time, but, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I, I still go to, like, acting class. So, yeah, I, I work with bad actors all the time. <laughs> I don't want to throw any of them under the bus, but uh, they're out there. And Was there anybody uh, at the Oscars where, you, where they won and you were like, hmm, that fucking guy? No, like I like um I mean I think the whole like kind of awards thing is a little bit like well anyway but mm. um cuz it's not you know you, like I, everybody deserves like I don't know some recognition right um I don't know if a trophy is the right form of of recognition for like what we do as actors it's like um I don't know at least like in like you know in, in sports when you get to like the postseason you get like bumps and pay yeah Right. Um, like you play in the Super Bowl, like everybody goes home and, you know, can like buy a house. Um, I feel like maybe that's what that's what award season should be. Get that paper when something then you they, they have to like send you a check and go like, OK, go buy a car. But I mean, in that sense, isn't there like kind of a incentive after that too that like now in every trailer that you're ever in uh, that like uh, yeah, trailer, academy trailer award winner academy award winner academy award nominee um yeah, i know i and, think they tried that with cuba getting jr for a while <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, academy I guess, award winner cuba getting jr in snow dogs just uh, doesn't, yeah doesn't, doesn't fall off the i top. knew we'd get to the point where we'd start trashing cuba gooding jr uh, the long con we had you on just to do it. <laughs> yes. Cuba Gooding Jr. episode. So we we just uh, get outed you 
we spent uh, four months of this uh, podcast of today's podcast just, just to smear a guy who's been smearing himself publicly for like the past right. two years. <laughs> That's the best part. Cuba Gooding Jr. doesn't need any help to, for people to connect the dots of like, hey, does this guy suck? You know, he, he's just yeah, he's been doing like straight to DVD since like '98. And also, like, getting absolutely obliterated for every, every, shows. every public appearance that he's had for the past two years. Yeah. Did, uh, did you, you probably didn't see this because the Thrashers uh, aren't around anymore, but he was on the NHL Awards one year and he was high or he was something. He was, but he was definitely he was something. Presenting an award, it was to like, it was, uh, the first one was to Andrew Ferentz, who's like this great humanitarian guy. And, and so they're up there talking about him and he's like, Andrew Ference, and he looks at him, he's sitting next to his wife, and he's like, oh. He basically inferred that he fucked his wife. Right, no, or that, like, he wants to. He wants to and everyone was like, ooh, this isn't great. And then, Especially after a humanitarian award. It's like, yeah, this great right. guy, I want right. to have sex with your wife. And then later, the, wow. he was on stage for something, and the guy was like, uh, this year's award for, for like, being a team player uh, goes to Patrice Bergeron, this person, and this person. And after each name, he, was, he, he the guy mentioned Patrice Bergeron and Cuba Green Jr. in the background goes, Patrice Bergeron! <laughs> like, he's basically like a hype man. Yeah. For an award being he was like, out, I don't know if this video is oh. on YouTube or if like NHL content just dies because people are like, eh, whatever. But it is, it was unbelievable shit. Like everyone's kind of wat- barely paying attention to it. And then it's like, wait, is Cuba Gooding Jr. out of his fucking mind right now? That's hilarious. Yeah, I have to see this. You should. See I, this. I love public train wrecks. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Uh, we should. Uh, so Pete and I try to get guests all the time. Or that's not true. We discuss getting guests and then we only reach out to some and then a fraction of that group gets back to us. Um, for a while, the big thing was we thought it'd be funny if we got Miles Teller. And uh, we followed Miles Teller to a premiere and got him. Um, I think that our next big target should be Cuba Gooding Jr. And then <laughs> yeah. when we have him on, be like, so what the fuck? <laughs> so we're going to show up with a picture of you and we're going to hold it up and be like, this guy says you suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Care to comment? Have you seen Stranger Things? Because the guy from Stranger Things fucking hates you. <laughs> yep, please do that. Uh <laughs> Shit. Uh, what do you know Zach Efron? I want to be on Cuba Gooding Jr.'s shit list. <laughs> I want Cuba Gooding Jr. to like beat me up at an award show. <laughs> we'll we'll handle it for you. We, we should, got it. Okay, thank you. That would be a great uh, team thing for the, the three best friends to do is <laughs> to be like Cuba Gooding Jr.'s enemies. <laughs> yeah, Have like a rivalry like, with you know, Cuba Gooding the Jr. Three of us get beat to shit by Cuba Gooding Jr. Like, I bet Cuba Gooding Jr. Fight, I bet just... Cuba Gooding Jr. could beat up uh, all three of us. All three of us, time. probably. And that's not a knock on you. That's just I think that I'm so weak that Cuba Gooding Jr. could beat up me and two other people. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like I would like punch him and then I'd go like, I'm not, I'm not a man after all. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that didn't take. And he would it's also like, be... you ever like punch somebody in a dream and then you're just like, why is my punch not doing anything? I just feel like that's where <laughs> you also ever watch an episode of cops where someone's out of their mind and they get tased by like eight <laughs> different cops and it's not doing anything. That would be us all punching Cuba Jr. at the same time. Also in most <laughs> Fights I've seen uh, the person. It, it starts where there's a confrontation. You're with the tough guy. You face to face. 
it's always you that throws the first punch. It's always like the guy that gets the shit kicked out of him that throws <laughs> yeah. the first punch. So yeah. he punches him. Then the guy looks at him. And then as you're going, oh, well, I didn't. And then, then he starts kicking the shit out of you. So yeah, his eyes change. Yes. It's yeah. It's like, it's like Hulk Hogan when you were yes. like back in the day, like Hulk Hogan, you would like hit Hulk Hogan the wrong way. And he would, he would change and he would go into like Hulk berserker mode. <laughs> uh Oh, I can't I, wait to. Get it would be awesome, and then uh, after the fight, people would see us and they would say, "What happened to you?" And at the same time, we'd all go, "Cuba Gooding Jr." <laughs> and then the episode, and, that's, and that's the curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, or people would see us and go, "Let me guess, Cuba Gooding Jr." <laughs> I like Cuba Gooding Jr. being a punchline. <laughs> I feel like if we harp on this long enough. This yes. whole Cuba Gooding Jr. thing that, yeah, whenever like whenever we all show up somewhere with black eyes, people will be like, you met Cuba, didn't you? <laughs> Finally you happened. You guys got Cuba. <laughs> I bet that we could, you know what, we could do it. We'd all get beat up. Uh, we could turn it into a merchandise opportunity. Uh, we could sell a shirt with the three of us with black eyes, and the only thing it would say on it is Cuba Gooding Jr. And I feel that that would sell like fucking crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, I guess where we go from here is to actually put in the groundwork in developing a uh, a beef with Cuba Gooding Jr. And then we can go from there. But uh, Randy, thanks for always fucking putting up with us and coming. Oh, on. man, guys, be- it's so much fun. It always is. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Third member of Brunch, Randy Havens. <laughs> Yay!